Migrants in Ireland. Monoswezi from Zimbabwe with Lobola and Sibo uh, uh, here in the studio saying that's exactly how it goes. We'll talk about that later, Sibo. But first we're going to talk uh, to Onome, and I was just saying what a beautiful name it is, uh, from Nigeria. Is that right, originally? Yes. Yeah. And uh, Onome is one of the um, organizers of the Girls' Summit Ireland 2016. Um, I'm representing Women of Love. Um, the um, summit is, um, is a combination of different groups that came together to that brought up the idea okay. for us to because we all have the passion for it, and we all decided that yeah, it's something we could work on. Yeah. It's a very um, current subject. I mean, it's existed for for a very, forever. I think yeah. forced marriages and mm, especially. Yeah. Um, underage marriages, it's it's quite shocking, isn't it? And it is. It, the thing is, people think it's only in a few countries, but it's actually really widespread, isn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, mm. in Nigeria, it's something we just have to fight it. We just have to fight because, mm. especially in the northern part of Nigeria, it's something that is beyond imagination. Yeah. Just to marry off a very young girl at a very teenage... Just imagine getting married to a 10-year-old. It's something that shouldn't be heard. It's something that shouldn't be seen because I don't know. And it's a law that we've been, some people have been fighting for it and we've been trying our own best from our own angle to fight for it and make sure because there's a law um, supporting that in Nigeria. And it's something that has to be, there has to be a permanent solution to it because it's just, the girls are just too young to go through. Such and I think torture. one of one of the advantages, I guess, of the internet now and YouTube and all these things is is that we can spread the word. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that we yeah. can all stand up together against this. Uh, yeah. The social media. Yeah. The social media is playing a very big role. Yeah. Playing a very big role. Yeah. And we are really thank God for the social media. Yeah. Mm. Really. I, uh, and it is very current and also because my daughter is 15 and she was in school with a girl from Saudi Arabia who moved back to Saudi Arabia and messaged her yesterday that her mother is going to introduce her to her husband. And it's devastating. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, it's the age of my daughter, 15, it's older yeah, than 10 exactly. or whatever, but it's just she, she, they were good friends and next year she might be having a baby. That's basically, yes. So these things, are they are shocking to Very the girls right. here mm-hmm. as well as mm-hmm. anyone else. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And uh, then there is the reproductive abuse. Exactly. What, what exactly is that? What, what, what do you call reproductive abuse? Is that just making women have babies for the sake I of think I don't I don't, well, I think it's the, the the world the world itself is scary kind of yeah for a very young child because okay. they are still babies okay. 10 years old 9 years old they are still babies they are still okay. mommy's girls so with reproductive abuse you mean making young girls who are not ready for it Exactly. Pregnant. Get them and, pregnant. And their and bodies are destroyed. Yeah, the bodies are not ready to undo such trauma and all that. And some of them get sick. Some even die in the process. Mm-hmm. Some die in the process. Some just is something we have to 
Yeah. But thinking about it alone and talking about it alone is I know, upsetting, it's upsetting and yeah. scary on its own. We it's something we we all have to like come together as a team and make this work. Yeah. Yeah. It's very sensitive. Yeah, yeah it, sensitive is, it is. It is. It mm. is because for for a mother I'm a mother and I know when you say ten years old girl has been get been married off and I look at my ten year olds at home yeah. I like can you imagine? This one having asthma. Yeah, exactly. She can't even have a proper bath. Yeah. She can't have she can't cook, she can't do anything. And you expect such And I think very often um well from what I've I was watching a few of um, different cases across the world and very often it's the fact that these children, these girls are already sold to someone in marriage from very early on. So they've been promised and the family has already gotten the money. Yes. So they yeah. they can't do anything they else but yeah. marry them. human trafficking. It's yeah, not human trafficking. It's slavery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. In Nigeria it's more like that, especially in the northern part of Nigeria, it's more like that. But um, sometimes, like you said, is um, child slavery and mm-hmm. things like. And sometimes I look at it maybe because of poverty. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, exactly. poverty, mm-hmm. lack of education. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you need to like enlighten those people. But you know, I just feel maybe the top shots up there we just take advantage of them not being educated and poverty and all that to just take advantage of like the case of the bring back our girls um thing that was that went on in nigeria and it's still this this still have not on, yeah. yeah it's still mm-hmm. on they've not found them anyway and um some stories here and there there was a particular girl that was rescued and um i think um the she was pre- she, she had a baby very young girl she had the baby and rescued her and after some few weeks she started crying that she wants to go back to the husband yeah. i was like mm. brainwashed her, right? exactly brainwashed mm. yeah and so, she she yeah. just could not stand it she wants to go back to where she came from and all and that so. it's not only about you know or this is brainwash, not only a phenomenon yeah. of, of brainwashing yeah. but this is something where you are telling your children that you have to respect me you know it's authority which the parents yes. are, the society is exercising yes. on the minds of a yes. child yeah. mm-hmm. that we are your boss we have given you birth we brought you in the world yeah. but we never we should like uh, and, and we are the natural dominators you know on you yeah, so exactly. this kind of a psychological you know um, perspective in, in the minds of the parents that they are here and they are going to boss them and when this thing comes you know and they, and uh, the thing is that um, parents they always look after i know i as a mother i'm very sensitive to my children mm-hmm. but the thing is i should be rational you know yeah. i should be i should do the practices uh, which are mother, yeah. which are very mm-hmm. careful mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. my child mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even if i have a proper poverty like but, but it doesn't mean that i should sell my children mm-hmm. at any cost um, and if and um, like it's, it's so this is another form of reproductive abuse mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you are reproducing a child and you are again send, sending their child into the market you know exactly. for a sale mm-hmm. yeah but so you know sometimes some mothers or parents do it out of they have no choice the poverty yeah. like what you say yeah the, the poverty, poverty yeah exactly and the what the lack of uh, education it's really tough and it's really tough a difficult as well to get to reduct that poverty okay because already it's there poverty is something that you cannot just pick it and remove it it's something it goes gradually Sare gare gama gama 
Famida here next to me. Hi Rose, how are you? Hi, uh, just introduce yourself a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am Famida. Actually, I am a research student at, a, at uh, University College Cork. I am representing Conecco. Uh, Conecco is, um, is is a newly established uh, uh, a, a non-governmental organization, and we are actually considering uh, to bring our own contribution in terms of the social aspects. One of our uh, we are actually three three ladies. We started this project, uh, Conecco. I'm I'm with Rose uh, herself, which she was introduced <laughs> me. Then. Uh, I have uh, Rimi as well. She's Nigerian um, woman as well, and from Pakistan. So um, actually, this is this is a good opportunity, you know, where we can all sit together. We can discuss what's going on in our parts of the world. Uh, uh, Osi was here. She was talking about Nigeria, but I have the same kind of perspective when I uh, do the the case studies regarding Pakistan, India, or sub- or subcontinent, even Bangladesh, and looking uh, into uh, the most affected parts and how the Ireland. Is uh, is going to um, have is, is, is Ireland has to see this uh, forced marriages perspective in terms of its um, legalities and uh, the some of the practices and how immigration issues involved when Ireland has to look into the forced marriages in Ireland um, and of course there are not too much cases in Ireland but still there are some reported uh, especially uh, when the families they have the immigrant uh, background um, but um, I, I heard from other friends there are some cases especially um, in Ireland um, the marriage uh, the, the official age for marriage is that both the parties uh, should be married after the 18 years but here there are some kind of um, a prerogative is given to the parents if they want to decide uh, the the marriage of a child before 18 so uh, this this thing really brings a kind of concern in in the mind of the people that uh, the, the authority to decide the parents uh, about the marriage of their child even whatever the emergency conditions or whatever uh, the, the sensitive problems are there but at least they are given this this authority in the hands of the parents to decide the future of their child so in this way uh, Irish law is also indulged in forced marriages because later on uh, years you know the, the child themselves they state that actually we were neglected at that, that time our opinion was not considered and of course you know especially for females there are very limited opportunities to go and to revise and to revive your whole life and your, your your emotions and, and the time you spent during that marriage so it's also it's, it's also a case in Ireland as well and some there are some other uh, issues but here the issue of the culture 
sure, especially the uh, within the terms of the immigration, there are so many issues involved. Especially when there um, when there are two contradiction of two laws. One law is Ireland, and the other law is from even from Pakistani law or Nigerian law or or Muslim law. So here there is a clash of religions as well when we have to discuss the policy. So it is uh, the, uh, there are so many certain issues which we have to really consider, and we will talk about on that. And now the government they have introduced a five year plan in Ireland and uh, regarding domestic violence and and different subjects related to the forced marriages. Apart from that, still you know every month I think so there are about uh, um, one, sorry every year there are about two to three cases they are reported in Garda, but still it's a it's it's a hidden practice. It's, it's so when there's hidden practices that that means that there are so many cases which are not reported, mm-hmm. and at the end uh, you can't deal with them, and and then then it's it's it's, it's itself is a domestic <coughs> issue. So to deal with the domestic issues, there are so many laws which won't work, you know, which which won't work, because mm-hmm. for for domestic issues you have to really really um, teach the communities, you have to educate the people, and you have to really, really bring awareness not only in adults, but it, it should be taught somewhere in the school as well. Uh, when the child is growing, at least every child goes into the school in Ireland, so that that's the best way, you know, to deal and maybe uh, maybe bringing that one topic into the curriculum and all that. So uh, the, the main thing is, the fundamental thing is that you must have a law, a, a very binding law, which should be uh, at least somebody will have a fear in the mind that if I will break the law, I will be caught I will be in the jail, or I will get some um, some kind of um, imprisonment, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so um, because we are all human being, and we we are not civilized by nature. We have to really, really uh, be working in a society. It's actually really interesting to see it in that way. Like uh, Ireland needs to listen to this as well, because mm-hmm. it's going to become more and more of a problem. I think, as you were saying, in England, in the UK, for example, it's mm-hmm. a serious problem as well. The child marriage. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, in in UK, they have. Um, in 2014, about two years ago, they finally, you know, uh, said that it's a it's a crime, you know. And now they have a special forced marriages bureau. Whenever there's a complaint, they, they know there's a there's a bureau, and they are going to investigate. They are going to deal, and then there is a kind of you know shelter uh, involved. If somebody, any girl or or, or boy, um, because sometimes you know there are a certain certain extent the boys are also involved in forced marriages. But as far as reproductive abuse is concerned, the women they they suffer more. So mm. we are very so that's why we are particular about the. Uh, reproductive abuse in, in, in the context yeah. of that. And how do the men that you know now, how, how do they think about these things? Because it would be interesting to hear men talk about mm-hmm. this. Men talk exactly. about it as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think so. Mm-hmm. Because after all, it's a child abuse, so the consent of mother and dad both are involved. Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, uh, I'm not sure whether the other panel here will agree or not, but in our in, in, in my um, background in Pakistan, the men they are they are deciding the laws. They are dominating in in, in the parliament. Yeah, they are yeah, they are dictating. Yeah, yeah, they are dictating the house. You know, they are dictating the wife. You know what exercise, what authority you can exercise on the child, especially the female child. Like I can give you a, a, a very recent you know story about about a girl. She was married about I think so. Uh, 14 years old, then she got a baby girl. Then again, she got four baby girls. And in, in our Muslim societies, in our Muslim societies, uh, especially in Pakistan, uh, the having baby boys kind of you know more more prestigious, and you are you are really considered a mother if you have baby boys. So now she got a lot of pressure from her husband. He was all the time abusing her. 
in front of the four children you know and then the girls the, the baby girls they were not allowed to go outside they were all the time kind of you know living in a suspicious you know kind of atmosphere inside the house and that's what it like yeah it's very strange so so wow. it's it's kind of you know it's it's the this reproductive abuse or this forced marriages you know they are affecting next generation exactly. and of course the next generation yeah, there is something it's, it's, it's like a continuous a yeah it's a continuous yeah, a cycle and, yeah a cycle and, and, and then yeah. you are not you have to at least you know in a cycle you are around you don't know where you have to exactly. stop yeah. there is no full stop in a round in a circle wow. this is continuously going on and then you know she finally called the police then she she was she went away with the children and now she said i'm i'm taking at least you know a kind of pause from from the previous uh, you know pains yeah. and all that mm-hmm. and now she said at least i have some kind of support she is looking after her her four daughters and, and but now she realizes that that was my wrong decision but the thing is when she was only 14 you know when she was married so so you don't have options you know you don't have uh, your you your opinion doesn't matter even even if you don't want to go to that path but still you have very limited options especially when the culture is pushing you your family is pushing you mm-hmm. and you're you're within the within the house like some in like it's a very common practice in pakistan that grandparents they also decide you know okay. they decide that look if they're alive you know mm-hmm. so um, fortunately or unfortunately if they're alive they they tell the parents that look you're my son and you're my real son if you will decide you know the marriage of the girl and then we have we have you know kind of cousin marriages they are very very common you know and then there are there there's no matches at all okay. like like the thing is um like a 14 years girl she's marrying to a 30 years old man so there there is no kind of you know equity there is no kind of you know Equality, uh, and there's no harmony between a male and a female yeah. and sometimes you know in, in rural areas the, the age difference gets higher and higher and higher even 40 years old mm-hmm. and 14 versus 14 so something you know um, you have to really you know it's a very big, so, so, it's a so, very big issue yeah, yeah so coming very, to your yeah. point that whether the men are involved or not so I think so the, um, especially you know the, the, the men they decide you know they are it's really they still rule the men still rule yeah the men still rule on okay. women and so. another short break here we're going to listen to a lady from Iran this is Gugush with love it's beautiful beautiful <laughs> <laughs> It's really, really interesting talking about this subject. Sibo, you are from Zimbabwe. Yes. How long have you been here? Uh, uh, 17 years. 17 years. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Nearly as long as I have. <laughs> <laughs> so you're from Zimbabwe and I was surprised to see yesterday, um, I was doing a bit of research myself into mm-hmm. forced marriages and child marriages, that they exist in Zimbabwe as well. Oh, yeah. Very oh, surprised yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah. Actually, um, I'm graduating next week anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was studying international development and food policy. Okay. So I am a graduate yet on Tuesday. Nearly. Nearly. So actually, um, when I was doing also my research, because I did my thesis on uh, domestic violence against African women in Cook City. Yeah. So it was like it, it touches nearly each and every bit of a woman. So which means it touches again the area of our uh, forced marriage. Of course. So what really happened 
from my own experience, I felt like poverty is the main root, is the foundation mm-hmm. of this. Mm-hmm. Of which people are getting paid when the baby is so tender to go and get married. Okay. So I I was surprised, like what you said, Zimbabwe. I grew up in Zimbabwe, I was born in Zimbabwe, grew up in Zimbabwe. I didn't know that it's happening. Okay. But when I did my research, believe me, I was shocked that it's happening. And one thing with this forced marriage, oh, it's a network that it is so difficult to break. Mm-hmm. Because it has been happening happening since long back and it's continuing happening. And the other thing again in this um in this uh subject is that uh people when they are getting paid or a family getting paid, then the next family says, Oh, this one they are now having food. So we are going to do it. Mm. Okay. Following, following the, it's, yes. it's so yeah. addictive. I don't know. That's what mm. I can say. Okay. So the people, they, it's just happening. And, and can I ask you now, because <coughs> Zimbabwe goes through a lot of trouble. Yes. And yeah. there's a lot of poverty at the moment because yes. the money has all been shipped to the wrong people. Exactly. Yeah. As mm-hmm. I understand. So has that made the problem worse, you think? It's making the problem worse. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, like what I was saying, from my own experience, I, 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 I grew up, I'm an orphan. When I was young, I grew up with my uh, with my auntie. So the only thing which made me to be happy is to have someone who loves me, mm-hmm. because love is something inside your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. It's not something yeah. that you someone can teach you. Mm-hmm. It's something in your head. Yeah, so if I feel like okay, my auntie is not loving me, what's next? Mm-hmm. Maybe if I can get someone mm-hmm. who can show me that love, yeah, yeah. so that person who will show me that love mm-hmm. wants to sleep with me. Then what's next? They will say, go. Instead of saying to them, to me, don't. You are my child teaching me in a good way. They will say, since you slept with the person, go. So the next thing, a baby, I'll go. That's first marriage. What they will get out of it. Exactly. Because they'll get paid. and They get paid. Yeah. So that's been greedy. In Zimbabwe, they have, uh, like what we're saying here, they have uh, the money, they say, Vramoromo. Mavramkova, those was like open your for 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 my for your mom your 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 son-in-law to open the mouth. He has to pay for him to open this door to pay for the bride price. He has to pay. Yeah. So everything yeah, that the, that greediness, the greediness, <laughs> is causing that thing. And then the man has paid. I know it's in South Africa as well. It's a bit, uh, it's it's a very African thing. I think yes. the man has to pay the bride price, yeah, and then yes, yeah, yeah. he owns the bride. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what. I, that's where I was going. Owns mean ownership, complete ownership. Mm. I think I think that chain has been broken now, though. Because mm-hmm. in Nigeria, sorry, yeah. in Nigeria, when um, like I, I'll use myself for an example, when I was getting married, my my the bride price was paid, and my dad collected it, and told me and told my in-laws that my child is not for sale. I'm going to return this bride price to you guys. Okay. So that if there's any problem, please just send that back to me. I'm, I did not sell her to you. And he gave them back the envelope. And my in-laws gave me and my husband the envelope. That's okay. Okay. Thank- so that would be a way forward, but that's not yet, you know, that is your dad. It's amazing. Yeah, exactly. what most parents do it in Nigeria. Yeah. Okay, very yeah. good. Yeah, then in my, in, my, in my own uh, where I'm coming from, from Zimbabwe, 
it's not that something that you know you pay like 400 euros it's twenty thousand dollars <gasps> so imagine i myself having a baby boy and i have i'm having a girl we are different from mm-hmm. from your area that when i'm having girls it's wealth you're wealthy. Yeah. Yes, it's yeah. wealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you you see where, where I'm where I'm coming from. So it happened to me that I was even abused. Mm. I never know that a husband can ask me to say, "Come here tonight. I need you." No, he will just touch me in bed. That's it. Mm. When he is fulfilled, that's it. We sleep. So there's no. Love so involved. I never I never had that kind of love. Mm. So. What I'm trying to say is that even the beating is not that in uh, the abuse is too much. I got my status here because of this. What we are saying here. I have scars and scars of beating. You know, so what I'm trying to say is all on forced marriage. Yeah. It's yeah. all on forced marriage. But um, it also starts, as you say, from pro- poverty. Yes. Yeah, poverty. I mean, if if, if people would have better lives they wouldn't need to do this kind of thing and we are going back again to what we were saying the other time that are we building that awareness here or outside Outside, because we are bringing it here Mm -hmm. like what um faida said but uh look there are so um, so many reports are going two or three since even if there is one report which which means it's happening yeah in ireland mm-hmm. it's happening once in ireland. it's happening yeah mm-hmm. but we don't know it's amazing that you know you come from pakistan you come zimbabwe. from zimbabwe you come from nigeria there's a lady from india great mixture of people who probably mm-hmm. never spoke to each other before yes. about yeah. these things mm-hmm. so it's really really going to become a global movement mm-hmm. and, and the I other think, thing the other point again is that mm-hmm. um, there are people who came down here seeking asylum mm-hmm. Because of that issue, yeah. yeah, they are still in the in the in the hostel. It's because there is lack of legislation that you know we are not doing more enough to raise awareness. So, on is this that issue. actually um, <coughs> is forced child marriage a reason for an for asylum here in in Ireland? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's part of part of it's, it's not part of, yeah, as part of but it. you know, like no, there different. are there are there are some. You know, um, I don't know like the, the the story which I heard from a lady. Mm. You know, she told me that she was forced to marry it, and now she came here, and then she got visa issues because her husband was always dominating her. Like, Look, I brought you here. I am responsible for everything. Mm-hmm. He was he was you know kind of uh, was sexually abusing her everything. So she just asked for you know the the asylum based on the domestic violence. Mm. Domestic violence, but that's not forced marriage necessarily. Yeah, that's what I mean. So is the threat? When you are forcefully married, of course, the domestic yeah, yeah, violence is, right. is yeah. the threat yeah. to be forcefully married a reason to seek asylum. You know, the threat, not yet being married and being okay, abused, yeah, but exactly, yeah. the, the yeah, chances that you might get yeah. married out. Yeah, that is a that is a reason to get asylum. Okay.
the medium that we have to spread the words. We want to use social media to spread the word and we want to use you to spread the words too. Yeah. Because it is not only happening in Nigeria, it is happening all over the world. Mm-hmm. Some are eating, some are open and we just hope to get there someday, somehow. We can solve this. We can yes. Yeah, we can do it. it. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I think in some countries the the law is there. Is it in Tanzania that they have a law against or Malawi? I'm not sure. A law, a law against child forced child marriage, Malawi but it's not being implemented. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just recently. Yeah, yeah. 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 so now they have yeah. to convince the people mm. to also, you know, stick to the law. Mm. That would be. A difficult yeah. one, but at least that's a step forward, isn't it? Yes. Hopefully yeah, Nigeria yeah. will get that drop, too. <laughs> drop of water. Yeah. A tiny drop of water. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. easy to say, but yeah. can we do this? Yeah. That's the thing. We then listen. Because those people we're dealing with, they're not just... They're not dumb. Yeah. 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 We need to like... What, what we need to do It's about education. Exactly. And about we need to keep talking, keep doing these things, keep... Constant, constant, yeah. constant, just have to be constant. Yeah. 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 You have to talk about it. Yeah. 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 It has to be a constant message. It has to be. It has to happen in schools. It has to happen in boys' schools. Exactly. Boys schools, you know, yeah. from very small age onwards, and it happen, has to happen in girls' schools as mm-hmm. well. We can say no, you know, that kind of thing, and then the parents have to be educated as well. Mm-hmm. It's it's a very big job, but yes, at least and the word has to cross over. Yeah, we have to work hard mm-hmm. for the word to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, ladies, for coming in. And we could have carried on for another three hours, I'm sure. But uh, uh, at least the message is there and uh, we will keep on passing it.